Looking for work, better pay, better work environment? We can help. Call Kelly Jobs today at 502-425-7131 to speak with a recruiter today. Score a better job with us. Call 502-425-7131 or visit kellyjobs.com. That's kellyjobs.com. Tired of jumping from job to job? How about a career in a recession-proof industry where you can make a difference and help create a healthier living and working environment? The pest management industry gives you the opportunity to work with more independence. OPC Pest Services will give you a chance to grow with advancement. Come be a part of our team at OPC Pest Services. Apply online at opcpest.com careers. That's opcpest.com careers. You're listening to Dan Issel and Louis Rabot on ESPN 680 and 105.7. Now, here's Dan and Louie. All right, welcome back in. Monday edition, Issel and Louie, your home of all things instrumental. Second hour of the show brought to you by our friends <laughs> at Delta Dental, deltadentalky.com. Go check out all of their resources there for your family, for your employees, or maybe just for yourself. Nationwide network of dentists. At Delta Dental, they also offer those vision plans through VSP, through Delta Vision. All of that available at DeltaDentalKY.com. Maybe if you're a dentist looking to expand your practice, check those out as well. Nice tab for you at the top of the page, DeltaDentalKY.com. All right, Dan. um, It is time for your Monday Morning Moron. Yes. And and I wanted to say very complimentary things about our friends at Buckler Farms. Um, BucklerFarms.com, B-U-C-K-L-E-R, Farms.com. Farm-raised pork, lamb. I mean, literally, they bring it to your house if you live in Louisville, uh, Shelbyville, or Frankfurt. Nice and easy. Um, and, I mean, you can you can actually sign up, Dan, for bundles. And they are delivered monthly to your house. I saw that. Yeah, I delivered that, monthly yeah. to your house. And so think about that. I mean, you don't even have to go to the store for it. It's actually brought to your house. Monthly bundles of pork or lamb. Uh, and I mean, they, they make sausage, uh, obviously, out of the... Um, out of the pork as well. And, I mean, if you just look at – go to the website, look at the pictures, you'll see this is non-GMO. This is no, you know, a, you know, antibiotics, any of that stuff. This is just a bunch of freaking lambs in a field and, 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 and you know, uh, pigs raised the, raised the right way. And so go check them out, bucklerfarms.com. Yep. But without further ado. Soon, soon to be in the egg business. <laughs> so, you don't have to, so you don't have to give an arm and an egg for your dozen eggs. Um, man, all right. Man, that, that joke did not need a second round, Dan. It didn't. Oh, no, it's funny. <laughs> it's funny. Groceries cost us an arm and an egg. It's really funny. The grandkids loved it. You're moving into Monday and more on territory with yeah. that joke, Dan. Keep, so oh, just, just, I'm sorry. Yeah, go ahead. I'm sorry, Nate. <laughs> I apologize. Uh, okay, Monday morning more. Put on your seatbelts, people. This is. I've got so many. It's. <laughs> I, I, I don't know if I if I can mention them all. Uh, I'm going to start with the the easy one, and that's Joseph Osei who uh, hit Patrick Mahomes about 10 yards out of bounds, <laughs> got a 15-yard penalty, and put Kansas City with eight seconds uh, in range to kick the winning field goal. Now, a lot of, of Joseph's teammates and coaches, uh, you know, said that, you know, you, you – you keep your head up. You know, you were playing hard. You, you just made a mistake. Don't worry about it. You cannot put Jermaine Pratt 
into that category. (laughs) Leaving the field, Pratt was screaming, no, it's not good. That blanks last year. (laughs) Why the blank would you touch the quarterback? So so Pratt was not with everybody else uh, telling Joseph Ose it it was okay. So that's the first one. The second one, Louie, Stetson Bennett. Oh, okay. Stetson Bennett, the quarterback of the two-time champion Georgia Bulldogs football team, was arrested on public drunkenness at 6 o'clock in the morning. Yes. (laughs) I think you call that an all-night bender. (laughs) At 6 in the morning. All right. Uh, Another one. Harbaugh. Who after which Harbaugh? after Jim Harbaugh, okay. the Michigan coach, yep. after saying he's going to stay at Michigan, after the president of Michigan announced that Coach Harbaugh would be remaining at Michigan, last week he had an interview with the Denver Broncos. <laughs> so that's number three. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll be here. And now let me get my on my plane and go to Denver. Um, have you seen these all-star games, Louie? The, the NFL Pro Bowl oh, yeah, has, yeah. has now gone to flag football. Yep. Flag football. And two of the skills competitions, two of the skills competitions are ring toss <laughs> and dodgeball. <laughs> if you watch a minute of this on TV or worse – Buy a ticket to go see it in person. You're the biggest loser I know. <laughs> Not to be outdone. Not to be NHL has added to their skills competition a dunk tank. <laughs> are, are we talking about pro sports all-star games? Are we talking about a county fair? What in the world is going on here? But those were just honorable mentions. <laughs> And this one, this one really bothers me. And so Monday mornings, morning morons are the coaching staff at the University of Kentucky. Mm. How Mm. for for a month now, opposition has been putting your big man in pick and rolls, either high pick and rolls or side pick and rolls because they know you can't defend it. Coach Self said, clearly we were trying to put their big man in pick and rolls and we must have scored 20 points. I think he underestimated it. I the, the, the position going into Saturday's game, the position where you were far and away the strongest was at the center position, right? Mm-hmm. The center position. No we had we had two guys play that position. One was Oscar Schweeboy, who scored, who uh, played thirty four minutes, and Lance Ware played six. So there's your forty minutes. Okay, they uh, th- that combo scored eighteen points and had nine rebounds. The three guys that played center for the Kansas Jayhawks. And if you add up their minutes, it comes out to 40. Adams had 17. Mm. 
a guy I can't pronounce had had two, and Uday had four. And Jay Billis was quick to point out when Uday had his first dunk that that was the first time he'd scored in a month. <laughs> so their centers, their centers scored 23 points. And they shot, are you ready for this, Louie? They shot 11 for 13. And the reason they shot 11 for 13 is because they were dunking on every play. <laughs> now, Coach Oates at Alabama was the one who first came out with this. He put Oscar in the pick and roll. Oscar can't play the pick and roll. And so they scored at will. Got, got Oscar jerked from the game twice. Okay, yep. South Carolina did the same thing. Tennessee did not. Because they got some big doofus that's seven foot tall that couldn't run a pick and roll if his life depended on it. So they didn't do it. Vanderbilt didn't do it because they're playing with their third string center. Kansas comes out and immediately, after a month, the coaching staff, and I'm not saying Cal, I'm saying the coaching staff, because he's got guys over there sitting on the bench making hundreds of thousands of dollars. I think Orlando makes a million. What are they doing? Keeping track of the timeouts? <laughs> what is going on here? That's a simple basketball maneuver. And 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 here's what here's the part I like the best. Cal after the game was when he was asked about it said, We'll have to look at the tape. We'll have to see what's going on. Jacob Toppin said, yeah, we'll have to go back and look at the tape. Sherry Issel is sitting two feet away from me watching the game. She sees what's going on. Find a way to stop the pick and roll. Louie, what defense, when you're trying to hide a defensive player in his deficiencies, what, what defense do you play? You run the zone. You run the zone. Oh, that's right. Kentucky doesn't run the zone. <laughs> After a month, I mean, it is hysterical. And the next team's going to do the same thing. They put Oscar in the pick and roll. He doesn't, he doesn't suffocate the ball handler. He doesn't take away the driving lane. He doesn't roll out with his man. He goes to the middle of the lane, not within five feet of anybody, and gets dunked on. And then he stands there with his palms up, uplifted to the heavens. Like, what, what, what just happened? Please, please, guys, find a way to defend the pick and roll, and you might start winning some basketball games. And that's why the Kentucky basketball staff is Monday morning's moron. Thank you. Thank you. Brought to you by our friends at Buckler Farms, bucklerfarms.com. Farm-raised pork and lamb from their farm to your table. <coughs> Non-GMO, excuse me, oof. No antibiotics, uh, raised the right way. Um, and then they are um, they are humanely slaughtered in a local USDA-inspected uh, processing facility and uh, vacuum-sealed and f- uh, brought to you just as fresh as possible, delivered to your house, bucklerfarms.com. Go get, go get a pork bundle, I'm telling you. It sounds delicious. That's going to be my first question to Nate. How do you humanely <laughs> whack these animals? Avery, at times like this, we turn to you. Yeah, like it's such <laughs> an oxymoron. I know, I get it. Like I, well, humanely meaning a human does it, right? I, I 
It's my, my brain just does not comprehend humane and whatever the other word was in one sentence. They just don't go. All right. So we just uh, thank you, Buckler Farms. We, play, we appreciate you. Um, we, we just talked about the Kansas and Kentucky game. The get in price was $99. A texter saying, I won't be going to the IU-Purdue game if you're going to... Louis, if you play your get-in-price game this week, um, check out the IU-Purdue game. So there are 20,000 seats at Rupp. The huge... By the way, I, I earlier this season referred to Rupp as the Library of College Basketball. It was not on Saturday. That was a very, no, very no. animated four, crowd. Four wins in a row. That'll get that'll get BBN's attention. For sure. And a big... And, you know, that, that's the kind of matchup that you're, you're a Kentucky fan for, right? Is to play Kansas and play in those games. All right. 17222 of course, at Assembly Hall. What do you think the get-in price? I'll bring you in on this, Avery. For Purdue, Indiana, 4 o'clock Saturday. $120. Okay, Dan. Uh, $84. $435. No way. <laughs> no way. That's the cheapest ticket? <laughs> That's the get-in price. <laughs> wow. Man, I I, it I is, thought I was high. Yeah. <laughs> I'll take it. Wow! Someone take that out of context. Uh, the I, <laughs> I you, it, it's hard to describe to people if you haven't been around the Indiana thing and the and the Indiana Purdue thing. I mean, there's nothing else to do in that state. I mean, there's nothing going on. So it's especially like especially in the winter. Yeah, <laughs> and but they, I mean, they. They care, man. That's why them being so bad since you know since the '80s and making one Final Four or whatever is is just so bizarre because they care so freaking much. I mean, they really do. And so, yeah, four hundred and thirty-five dollar gift, man. man. Mm. Those Pratt tickets don't look so expensive now. I'll tell you what. No, no. <laughs> man, oh man. All right. Well, thank you, Dan. Appreciate you, uh, Nate. Texting in by the way that. Uh, you take them to a plant that the government uh, supervises and allows is the uh, the reason it gets qualified as a, as humane. So, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Thank so, you. There's Thank actually you. there's actually a process that he had to follow for that. So, um, and then he says something not nice about the government, but I'm not going to read that. So, yeah, um. well, we're not doing with that. We're, we're not, not doing, that, doing today. that with the chickens. We're whacking their heads off right there on the property. We we ain't fooling around with a humanely destroying a chicken. Butler Farms, home, home of humanely slaughtered hogs and lambs, but just brutalized chickens. Oh, oh poor man. man. It's like, what, a, what did I team up with here? By the way, we will have a uh, culture item of the day, um, and we're going to ask Dan if he would live with polar bears. Yeah, this is stupid. <laughs> No, it is. We'll get there at eleven thirty. Settle down. The guy. Oh, this is dangerous. This is dangerous. Well, what in the heck are you doing it for, you moron? If it's dangerous, All right, let's keep it. Let's keep it's it like, going. It's like the guy. Like the guys climbing the side of a glacier. Oh, or or you know, uh, scaling Mount Kilimanjaro. This is this is dangerous. Well, what are you up there for then? Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, let's just do a whole. That moron. was an auto. We'll that do was an auto. We'll do a moron half hour. I'm fine. Um, the uh, so uh, scientists at the University of Kansas are studying fossils of near primates north of the Arctic Circle, and what they've discovered is, you know, millions of years ago it was a lot warmer in the Arctic than it is now. Okay, so obviously, you know, there was 
There was climate change in the Arctic. Dan. Oh, wait a second. <laughs> the, the Earth changes temperatures? Oh, I didn't. I wasn't aware of that. I wasn't aware of that, Louie. <laughs> and so they take a couple of photographers go up to the Arctic. That's right. Move, move to Kansas, everybody. The oceans are going to rise 20 feet in the next 10 years. Manhattan, Manhattan, Kansas will become the Big Apple. <laughs> oh man, I like that one. So Ledoux is uh, is the name of the photographer. His name is Florian Ledoux. He's a French oh, guy. Are we doing this now? Yeah, because if you're going to call people morons, I'm just going to keep going. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. All right. This, okay. It's the Go natural ahead. direction of the show, Dan. I'm not going to just interrupt the show. Okay. And so, um, so Florian right Ledoux ahead. has spent the well, last I, two winters. I have to know what to pull up here on my little iPad. There you go. Um, he has a normal size iPad, by the way, people. He's just six nine. So, um, the um, so uh, Florian Ledoux is going to spend. He has spent the last two winters photographing polar bears, and um, and so Dan thinks this is stupid. Is what I'm hearing? Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> a polar bear, given the opportunity, oh, will kill of, you for sure. Of, yes, a hundred percent. Road out. Yeah. No. The, the, and so, what do you want to be up to? Oh, this is dangerous. Aren't I? Aren't I bold? No, you're not bold. You're a moron. Go back. Where was it? University of Kansas. Uh, go back to Lawrence. That's not dangerous. Should they have uh, sent Grady Dick to take these photos instead of letting him play against K- Kentucky Dan? <laughs> Are the pictures pretty? Do you like? Do you, do you appreciate the? Uh... Yes. Okay. Oh yes. Okay. Yeah, they're they're gorgeous. Okay. <laughs> so you like the pictures, but the people taking them are idiots, huh? I'm just asking, just trying to get no, no full sets of this. But you're totally right. That's one of the things we've we've anthropomorphized bears so much we've made them like in in cartoons and stuff we made them into people so much that we forget that they would just murder you if they could like just rip you to shreds and eat your eat your family i mean just just avery smiling because i'm right um plus she thinks she's a bear this this just gives me major grizzly man vibe <laughs> like he moved into one of the national parks to take care of the bears because like the people who actually run the park and take care of the bears, I guess we're not taking care of the bears and running the park. And then one day, he just gets mauled by one of the bears, <laughs> and someone's flying over and just sees these bears eating a human corpse. Delicious human corpse. They Bears should not look as cute as they do. No, no that's right. If they're going to just like yeah, just murder you. eat your yeah, corpse after killing you. <laughs> that's why I always laugh when we go to the zoo and like the grizzly's like walking back and forth next to the window. He's not doing that to like say hi. <laughs> he's hoping one of my kids is dumb enough to enter the enclosure. That's right. Yeah. He's, look, he's looking for his next meal. Correct. Yes. <laughs> uh, I, I um. By the way, for, for Florian, if you're... Follow me for a second here, Avery. Is there any chance he does this so that when he sits down at a bar the next time and a woman says, what do you do? He has this story. Because what I would say is, you could just lie and say you did this. Yeah, like... Where have you been the last two years? You know what? Actually, um, I was in the Arctic um, cataloging polar bears and... Pushing our limits. I would... Pushing our limits and feeling alive. Really reconnecting with nature. 
in a way that I felt was appropriate for me. Yeah, you could I just I, like it just came out of my mouth naturally. You could just lie. You could just do it. Yeah, like I feel like I would need physical proof, but also <laughs> I'm the one who would be stupid and be like, "Can I go pet one of these bears?" <laughs> hey, Betty White was able to go pet and hug and kiss a bear, and she didn't die. By the way, you use the conditional there. Would be stupid. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Not would. But like, this is a this is a bears. Yeah. Bears are cute. I, That's there it I is. That's a problem. There it is. People think bears. bears are cute. They're not cute. They want to they, kill you and eat your family. They look cute. They do not look this cute if, like, they're they're just extra feisty. <laughs> extra feisty? What? I don't know. Not feistiness. It's survival. They need food. I don't know. And where you are I'm food. Going with this. Yeah. Okay. Turn your mic off. The um, uh, yeah. I, do you think he's doing it to get chicks, Dan, or do you think he's just crazy? Uh, I think he's crazy. Got it. Mm. I think he's crazy. <laughs> Florian Ledoux. You ever know a guy named Florian? No. <laughs> Grizzly bears don't even kill you before they eat you. <laughs> Coming down on the text line, that's actually true. They just start eating you. <laughs> they don't care. <laughs> like things are alive and they're just chewing on them. <laughs> this guy's <laughs> like, oh, no. That'd be a terrible way to go, wouldn't it? I don't know. Does it matter? I've always wondered this. Like, people talk about how they want to die. I don't know that it matters. So you're in pain right before you die? Who cares? Hey, slow and painful deaths can be fun. (laughs) (laughs) Pat asked me that question one day. Like, what was worse? Like, quick and painless or slow and painful? And I got excited. (laughs) He asked me that on the air. The only one I wouldn't want to do is drown. Like, that's what I would never want to do. That sounds horrible. Like, horrible, horrible. I think, like, if I fell out of a plane or something, I would pass out on the way to the ground and it wouldn't matter. Yeah. Like, I'd be so scared, I would just, you know, I'd faint. It wouldn't matter. But drowning sounds terrible. Yeah. No, I agree with that. That one's bad. Yeah. yeah. All right. So don't photograph bears and, uh, and drown people. That would be bad. No. No. <laughs> Grizzly bear eats well. you before you die. <laughs> it's scary. I'm with you, Texter. <laughs> Oh, man. All right, we'll get back into it on the other side here on Isla and Louie. We're taking you up until noon. Bobby V's got you at, at noon. Uh, Sweezy and Street will have you at 3. Uh, local programming until 6 o'clock. Is it bonus hour today, or are we going to something else today, Redina? Bonus hour. Bonus hour. Okay, what are you possibly going to cut from the show? Monday morning, Moron? I, I was thinking Kentucky. Oh, okay. All right. We'll get it. We'll get back into what that. Is the, what is the bonus hour? You we, just get replays? Of uh, so, specific so segments the bonus from the... Ha- the bonus hour is just like uh, uh, first watch. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> it's four hours of that. Yes, correct. <laughs> so instead, in, instead of three hours of replay, we get four hours correct. of replay. Yeah. 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 Hey, at Delta Dental, they believe everyone deserves a healthy and happy smile. Whether you're looking for dental coverage for your employees or an individual or family policy, Delta Dental of Kentucky has you covered with a nationwide network of dentists. Plus, they offer Delta Vision, a comprehensive vision plan through VSP. Enrolling in a dental or vision plan is easy. You can call them at 1-800-955-2030, or you can always visit them online at ky.deltadental. Welcome. 
Welcome back to Dan Issel and Louis Rebeau on ESPN 680 and 1057. Now, here's Dan and Louis. All right, welcome back in. Final segment here on a Monday here. Issel and Louie taking you up until noon. Bobby V's got you then. First watch replay at 3 o'clock. Sweezy Street will take you until 6 o'clock here on ESPN 680-1057. However you're hanging out, your smart speaker, maybe you're sitting in your office, driving around in your car, whatever you're doing. Thanks for hanging out with us this morning. Second hour of the show, of course, brought to you by our friends at Delta Dental of Kentucky. Dan, have you seen that on the SEC Network starting tonight – Southern hoops, I a history of this. SEC we basketball. Are, we are getting, we are getting like a, 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 a old married couple. You know what I have pulled up on my computer? <laughs> ESPN Southern Hoops documentary debuts Monday night. So, I mean, we we we're starting to think too much alike. So, were you yes. interviewed for this? Yes. Okay. Were you ever going to tell me? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I mean, now that we think alike, I I just thought you would. I mean, if they did, <laughs> I mean, I if they were, did, yeah. if they did an SEC schedule, uh, special on basketball, w- why would I not be interviewed? So do you do you? Okay, so I always <laughs> wonder with these kinds of documentaries. You know who else is interviewed? Ooh, um, Michael Pratt. Mike's in this. Yep. <laughs> How about that? Oh no! Man. I, I, I that's are you serious? I, I gotta watch Pratt on TV, man. <clears throat> I've already, I've already set my recorder wow. for the series. I've already set it. This is wa- watching how the SEC, how basketball evolved in the SEC is going to be great. But uh, right. you know, when you start the first, uh, and evidently the people at uh, the Herald Leader had a chance to preview the the first uh, the first segment. And so that'll be on at nine o'clock tonight. What is it? An hour? I'm guessing. Yeah, it starts at nine. Uh, yep. Yeah, and Eastern. so this yep. first one. I mean, if you're talking about SEC basketball, uh, the first installment has to be about uh, Coach Rupp. But uh, uh, it says in this Herald Leader article, UK greats Dan Issel, Cotton Nash, and the late Mike Pratt are interviewed about Rupp's demeanor and demanding expectations. How much of it? do you think is negative about Rupp, especially with the racial angle? Uh, I, I'm sure because, you know, Coach Rupp gets blamed for uh, the SEC not integrating sooner than it did. Although when Coach Rupp was a was a basketball coach uh, in Illinois, a high school basketball coach before he came to Kentucky, he had African-Americans on his team. And uh, you would think – if, if you read some of this stuff about Coach Rupp, you would think that Kentucky was the only team in the SEC that didn't have black players. When, in fact, the first black player in the SEC was Perry, who was a contemporary of mine. Right. And and uh, some of the SEC schools didn't integrate till Coach Rupp was long gone from from Kentucky, but you know, with the the Western, the Road to Glory thing, and the uh, Western um, Texas Western, yep. Texas Western yep. being the first all all black team to beat an all white team, Coach Rupp is right in the crosshairs of that. My uh, my my, yes, could Coach Rupp have done more? Certainly. Hmm. 
Was he a racist? My my position has always been, if you told Coach Rupp if he recruited black players, he had a chance to win the national championship, there would have been plenty of black players on Coach Rupp's roster. So, yes, he could have done more. He was not... He, he was not like Babe McCarthy, who snuck his team out of Mississippi <laughs> yeah. to play in the NCAA tournament. Yeah. He was not a leader in that regard. But I, I still think he gets way too much blame for the SEC not in you know, the ACC. The ACC, their first black player was a contemporary of mine. So it wasn't like everybody had black players and Coach Rupp was digging his heels in saying, no, I'm not going to have one. You know, it's it's interesting to follow that history, and one of the reasons Michigan State was actually very good in football in the 50s and 60s is because they integrated. And they won a national title with a black quarterback in the late 50s. Yeah, well, I don't you know, think anybody I don't think anybody would say, Louie, that you had a better athletic team if you only fielded all white guys. I don't, I don't think, think anybody anyone's ever argue. said that. Yeah. No, no <laughs> nobody would argue with that point, I'm sure. So, no, it's uh it's interesting. Southern Hoops, a history of SEC basketball tonight at 9 on uh SEC Network, and then on ESPN Plus, of course. Seven episodes, so set your recorder and make sure that you uh, record all seven. Can you give us a little bit of a preview of of things they asked you about? Was it mostly about Rupp, or did they ask about you? Um, Did they ask about playing in the league? Did the racial stuff come up with you? Uh, yeah, okay. all, all of the above. Okay. I was now. Th- this is one of those deals, Louis, where you know, if somebody like ESPN who has a lot of money, if they're going to do this, uh, I think my interview took at least an hour. Wow. And so I was asked about all of those things and much more. Pete Maravich, of course. Oh yeah, yeah came up uh perry at vanderbilt came up i mean everything came up and i'll I'll probably be in it for uh, you know uh 45 seconds uh but that's um you know they'll they ask everything and then they use the parts that fit their narrative when they put the thing together uh i so are you worried about that then you're obviously no. not not enough that you didn't sit down and do the interview. You know, Louis, I have been interviewed uh, probably double digits. It wasn't my first interview. I'm not going to say anything <laughs> that they, they're going to be able to use to embarrass me, yeah. Coach Rupp, or the University of Kentucky. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm looking forward to it. I think it's going to be great. So, did, I, I am too. Did they interview Louis Dampier and ask him about his mustache? No. <laughs> Are you kidding? Louie wouldn't even answer the phone. I'm sure they wanted. I'm sure they wanted to. I'm sure they wanted to. Uh, Louie, let's see. That's not Dan's number, so I'm not answering the phone. <laughs> That's not Dan's number. Is it a bill collector? I can't answer the phone. I'm kidding, Louie. I'm kidding. Um, yeah, no, it should be interesting. What else do you think will come up? Who do you think are the other guys from your era that would have gotten interviewed? Uh, ooh, that's a good, uh, you know, most most of the important things from my, uh, important guys from my era are gone. So I don't know. That's right. Pete, Pete's gone. Perry's gone. Uh, so I don't, I don't know who else they would have, they would have interviewed, but I'm looking forward to it. It'll be fun. I think, uh, I think even, uh, even Patino and uh, Tubby. I, I bet they interviewed Tubby. I'm sure they interviewed Tubby. 
they in in future installments, uh, you know, Coach Hall and and Rick and Tubby come into the conversation too. Yeah. So interesting stuff. Uh, a little bit. Yeah, of it'll pa- be fun. Like, nothing else. Nothing else going on tonight. That'll Pat Summit. I'll be part of this episode as well. Um, as she was born uh, when Dan was um, in college. How about that? I'm just kidding. The um, yeah. So no, it'll be. It'll be fun. I think this is, uh, you know, the group that actually did this was the guy who did the 30 for 30s of uh, Jimmy the Greek and the Ghosts of Ole Miss. So I think actually this will be a pretty balanced one. It'll be good. Yeah. 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 So that's good. All right. It'll be fun. Let's see here. A bunch of texts on this, of course, as soon as we talk about things that aren't going on right now. Um, um, so Curry Kirk, Kirkpatrick, do you know that name? Yes, a uh, long-time, long-time writer for Sports Illustrated. He wrote the uh, Brown versus Board of Education article for SI almost a year after the Texas Western game if UK had lost to an all-white Duke team in the semifinals. My guess is no article. I think that's probably right, too. Someone no. also bringing up, too, I mean, and I've, I've done this on the show because Dan won't do it. You have to remember, you know, Dan, you grew up in an integrated high school and then yeah. and integrated, you know, sports leagues and stuff, and then you go to Kentucky and it's not that way, and obviously you travel to places that are even more segregated than Kentucky was at right, the time. Right, right. People, I, I, I stress this only to people who are listening and are being a little, you know, not critical, but just, you know, what whatever. The history at the time was what the history at the time was, and a guy like Dan choosing to play in the ABA, which was as as black an expression of sports in this country at the time with the the styles and the hair and the you know the you know the, the way the game was played and everything else Dan walked you know side by side with those guys during that league and 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 so I you know it takes guys like Dan to move the culture forward with those guys it doesn't just happen from outside it happens with guys on the inside as well and Dan was one of those guys so I I understand the, you know, the team never should have been segregated. I think Dan and I totally agree, of course. But at the same time, that that was what was there. That was that was the tradition. That was the history there, right or wrong, and in this case, wrong. And Dan was one of those guys that moved the culture forward, made it better, period. And and we're all better. <laughs> Basketball's better because the ABA existed, period. Three-point line, dunk contest, all those things. And and Dan was part of that, and I, I will give him credit Long after Dan and I don't talk anymore, I will give him credit for that because I think it, your contribution, Dan, that way culturally is unbelievable. Well, it, you know, it had it had to do with my upbringing. When I was just a little guy, uh, you know, there was a, there there was a black family, the McDonalds, that lived down the road from us, and they were some of my. I, I never, I I'd like to think, I, I hope that I never saw black and white, and that has to do with my upbringing, both socially and, and spiritually, um, that, you know, it wasn't... It, here's what I say about Coach Rupp, Louie. Was Coach Rupp a racist? By today's standards, yes. In what way? In, in you know, the, the language that he used and that he, uh, he, he didn't... He, he, he didn't... I mean, the, the first... And I'm... I'm I'm throwing. Um, oh, who was uh, who was the seven footer from Louisville that uh, was the first black player signed by Kentucky? Oh man, Mc no. Ah, I hate it. I'm so old. Help Re- me, Texter. Reggie Warford? No, no. Oh, I'm sorry. no. Okay. 
Uh, this was a seven footer. He only he, he Tom Payne. Tom Payne. Okay, sorry. I was trying to. I I was racking my brain for the. I'm sorry. Yeah. No. Tom. Tom Payne. No. uh, But what I was getting ready to say was, uh, Coach Rupp, uh, Reggie was in my mind. Reggie was the first black player to play at Kentucky because. Payne couldn't play when he was a freshman. He was gone. Uh, uh, Reggie stayed there four years. Reggie was not a great basketball player. Reggie Reggie was a good basketball player who had the character and and the gall really to be the first black player at Kentucky. And so Coach Rupp would not have recruited Reggie Warford. Now, Coach Rupp recruited Wes Unsel, and Louis Dampier was in the room when they were trying to. Uh, so, don't tell me that that was just for show. They tried. They tried to recruit Butch Beard. Butch Beard, yeah. But, but, but Coach Rupp was only going to have players. If he was going to have a black player, it was. It, do you see what I'm trying to say? It would have been. It would have been somebody like Wes or somebody like uh, Alfred that would have come in and made a difference. He never would have had a black player like Reggie Warford who was just a player. Right. Uh, the all, lang- all, all the guys that had to break barriers like that, I mean, you know, Jackie Robinson's an all-time baseball player. You had to be of that quality to, to be the one that was going to break the barrier for sure. Right. Yes. Thank you. Right. That's exactly what I'm saying. So co- that Coach Rupp wouldn't have done that. But – if you say that by today's standards he was a racist, when he was at Lexington, in Lexington in the 40s and 50s, almost every white man in the South would have been labeled a racist. That, unfortunately, was, was the way people thought. So, um, I, you know, I, as I said, could Coach Rupp have done more? Absolutely. But I, I don't think that it's fair. Like like Kirkpatrick, Kirkpatrick was one of his biggest critics. You know, it was it was almost like the fact that the ACC and the SEC weren't integrated sooner was Adolph Rupp's fault, and that's that's just not the case. Yeah. Okay. Uh, it'll be interesting to see how much they spend on that. It looks like episode two is more about uh, the civil rights stuff. Uh, the uh, the movement in the 1960s and um, the Texas Western game and all those things. So, yeah, I mean, obviously, if you're going to talk history of SEC basketball, I mean, Rupp is right at the he's he's the he's the uh, the cornerstone, if you will. Well, um, he sure. embarrassed so. he embarrassed everybody else in the SEC to get better. That's what he did. <laughs> well, it, it, we're seeing the the fruits of that for sure now. So. Um, here texture um yeah dave kindred uh said rep was not an evident racist but it was a man of his times yeah i yeah i'm always i'm always i try to take into context what was going on in the wider world when we evaluate people when they lived because of course by today's standards like everyone was horrible before (laughs) but that's the point of that's the point of society and culture is that we move toward better things right and so um, i mean you you know we've had jack uh givens on the on the show before and when he was a little guy growing up in lexington he didn't even think that playing at uk when he was was, a sophomore in high school was possible (laughs) yeah those stories i love having him on those stories are incredible i the idea that you could live ten minutes from a college and think that you couldn't go there because of what you look like—I can't even—I can't even 
comprehend that. I know Avery's looking at me like, what is that even? How? Yeah, it's it's remarkable, and I'm I'm glad that he's one of those guys that'll come on this show and talk about those stories because they're they're important. And I and again, I, I think I I think you're right. I think that you know there was you know a racist element with all of those things, but I I think the the Wes Unseld and the Butch Beard stories are real for sure. And I just think it takes a pretty freaking I mean, Goose is cut different, man. Like, that's a guy that's just positive, and he sees the best in people, and you have to be cut in a very specific way to be a trailblazer like that. And you got to be a different guy like Joby Hall to do it too, right? I mean, Joby, yeah. I mean, didn't have to do that. And, and I mean, I, I, I think, you know, his stories about Joby and, and that team and, you know, the, the, the five you know five black players on the, on the court at the same time, just uh, what, within three years of Rupp's retirement? I mean that's mm, yeah. I mean that's yeah. a, that's pretty three remar- or four. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's remarkable. Yeah. I mean that that's yeah. how quickly it changed, and that's how quickly you know good things can happen. Frankly, right? Because that's a change that should have happened and, before. And, and Louis, that's how quickly it changed across the whole South. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I I can remember Alabama. My good friend T. R. Dunn uh, playing at Alabama, and them and Alabama in well, C. M. was the coach, so that would have been. The middle seventies, maybe maybe the late seventies. A lot of initials Alabama, in the story. A, Al, Alabama having having an all black starting lineup. So yeah. you know, once it happened, it happened very quickly. Yeah, it'll be interesting. So nine o'clock SEC Network. If you wanted to watch that, as the um, uh, what's called basketball in the South. What's it called? I'm sorry, Dan. I just Southern hoops. Southern hoops. Excuse me. Southern hoops. Right. That'll be good. It'll be Southern hoops. <laughs> Do 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 Southern hoops. <laughs> I, what was that sound? <laughs> I, I think it's called Southern Nights. Oh, Southern Nights. <laughs> do, 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 do. You wouldn't know because you'd have to know the words to a song to be able to identify it. You you made a sound, or at least someone made a sound afterwards. <laughs> do 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 do. <laughs> oh, this is this little Louie. We're taking you off. We got about five more minutes here. Man, oh man! All right. Do you think the Eagles win the Super Bowl, Dan? Yes. Yes. By how much? I think uh, the 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 <laughs> the Bengals. Uh, and and all the talking that they did before the game, including the mayor of Cincinnati, what's what's he smoking? Uh, <laughs> taking shots at Burrowhead Stadium oh, and yeah. stuff like that. They they still had a great chance. Their offensive line couldn't block me and you and and Avery, and they still had a chance to win. I I just think the Eagles. You know that that game was over. The Eagles Forty Niners game as soon as Purdy. Uh, hurt his elbow that that game was over I mean you can't as important as quarterbacks are to today's NFL today's football I mean you can't you can't have lose your third sting quarterback and expect to be competitive so you know Philly Philly kind of went on cruise control after after that happened but their offensive line is a beast, and and they're going to run the football. Hurt's going to have all day to throw it, um, and their defensive line is good. I don't know, uh, you know, it doesn't seem like you whatever you do, you can't put much pressure 
on Mahomes. But, uh, you know, and they've got some injuries to worry about, too. They were down to their last three wide receivers last night. So, uh, yeah, uh, two points, two points, I'll, I'll take the Eagles. You know, it's interesting if I told you, well, the winning quarterback in the NFC Championship game went 15 for 25 for 121 yards, no touchdowns. You'd say, oh, the 49ers won, and Brock Purdy had a, another Brock Purdy game. Yep. Yeah, I and mean, that's how boring the Eagles were last yesterday, and they just dominated that game. So yeah, no. Yeah. Once once Purdy went out, all they all they did was run run the football. Yep. So. I'm gonna I'm gonna hold my pick for now for the for the Super Bowl because I have a feeling for some reason Kansas City's gonna win that game. Do you really? I do, and I don't. Well, know there's why. another thing we can we can have a little. Friendly wager. That's right. We have not figured out our wager for the Georgia Tech Louisville game. I'm not giving you any points, by the way, because you are you're talking. Oh, about right we about don't. It. I know. I don't need any points. We <laughs> have we seen a matchup predictor or anything on that I game? Will, I will grab it right now. Go ahead. Yeah. Uh, no, I don't need any points. No, the cards win outright. Love win it. number three. <laughs> Kenny Payne's per uh, per victory oh, oh, salary oh, goes oh, from 1.4 to 1 million per win. Oh, oh. <laughs> Oh, Okora oh, for double double. <laughs> that would be great. All right, uh, I'm talking you, about right. fouls and turnovers. <laughs> Get in price, yellow jackets and Cardinals. Avery, audio medium. You have I, to talk. I, there you go. I want to say fifteen. Okay, Dan. Uh, seven. Okay, you're right in the middle. Ten. Matchup predictor: Who wins the game on ESPN.com? Avery, what percentage is it? Uh, either Georgia Tech or Louisville. Oh, um, oh, I'm so bad at numbers. Um, let's say. Thank you for saying that as we do a segment on this show in front of thousands of people. Yeah, you. yeah. Uh, like fifty-two for Georgia Tech. Okay, Dan. Yeah, I, I hope, I hope Georgia Tech is a man. I'm going to say more than that. I'm going to say sixty-three. 62.8. Look at Dan Issel. Look at him. Look at him. Hmm. How many people will show up on Wednesday? Uh, well, I hope. <laughs> Avery just now that Now that, now that, now they that you've called that, the win. Yeah, now that Louisville, they know Louisville's going to win the game, I hope they pack the place. 22,000, right? Yeah. Yeah, Wednesday night. Let's go. <laughs> 7 o'clock, regional network. I don't even know if I'm going to be able to watch the game. This is where they black the games out. When the only people who want to watch the game live in this market, it's the dumbest. Does that mean I have to watch it on my computer? Yes. Oh, man. (laughs) Well, I I would suggest you don't have to watch it. (laughs) No. No. I've watched watched every game. I'm not going to break my streak. Not when they win. It's like owning a horse that runs in nickel claimers and never wins. That's what this team is. It's just like... And we got him in for five thousand. No one's buying that horse. Oh man! No, no. Kentucky. Or excuse me. Louisville wins what's, Wednesday night. All right. What's your final score? Uh, Louisville uh, fifty-three, Georgia Tech forty-nine. <laughs> hey, they only scored last game i like the idea that they're gonna score 102 combined points no i don't i don't think you're wrong uh, about the final score now that i'm looking at georgia tech schedule they're terrible holy moly <laughs> write it down card fans oh, they have lost write it down one two three four five six seven eight nine of their last ten but so had notre dame yeah i don't know man 
Do you think like Georgia Tech is just like, Wait, if they don't win Wednesday night, they may not win another game. Correct. Yeah, correct. Yeah, because Louisville, they have to go to Georgia Tech still, right? I think they have that on the – yep, at Georgia Tech. Yes, yep. And then the other quote-unquote winnable game would be Florida State at home, but Florida State handled that. No, the Florida, State's, Florida State's gotten much, much better. Yeah. Florida State's rolling. That um, matchup predictor – yeah, Florida State's rolling. They're 7-15. Um, that matchup predictor is 72% Florida State. God, Louisville yeah. is so no. bad, man. Uh, no. No, the only two shots they have are, are Wednesday and at Georgia Tech. Get that road win. Yeah. In your, in your face, Kremens Court. Absolutely. You know, we were talking about how, uh, how people are going overboard on Okorafor. Uh, you know, I was listening, as I said earlier, a little bit to the Diener show. Yep. And talking about grabbing at straws, Blankenbaker was talking a, about a preferred walk-on for Louisville football. Now, how bad does it have to be that you start mentioning preferred walk-ons? It's preference. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I hear, I hear the music, and that means we've come to the end of another Issel and Louie on ESPN 680-1057. We'll be back again tomorrow morning, 10 o'clock. We hope you are, too. Have a great day, everybody. College is a program that helps students pay for tuition, and I didn't believe it. You have to work third shift, five days a week. It's a great and rewarding thing when you graduate. I would do it all over again, just like I just did. You know those buddies who magically become medical professionals when you're not at the top of your game? The ones who say, come on, muscle through it, but then also say, hey, you should probably see my specialist. Or surgery or pain meds. It's almost always false, false, and false. Athletico's physical therapists, the same therapists who work with professional athletes, can tackle those little aches and pains from the start, before they become big ones. So next time, don't believe everything you hear. Instead, start with Athletico. Schedule your free assessment at athletico.com.